0: Hey, welcome to the Summer Camp Programming Podcasts. I'm Kurt. And I'm Chris. In, in this episode, we're going to talk about helping your counselors get the most out of their camp experience. And, and I think the first thing that you need to do as a director is ask yourself what you want your staff to get from their camp experience. I mean, if, if you're simply looking to have them be babysitters, then this episode, probably not for you. However, if you want your staff to get the most out of their summer, then it helps to be intentional about it. You know, I kind of made a list of uh, some ways that I believe camp counselors can grow at your camp. So we've got leadership skills, right? Um, responsibility, uh, communication skills, like uh, speaking in front of groups, giving instructions like on group games and activities. Persuasion—you you want to get your campers to clean that type of thing, right? Planning activities and events, empathy, an appreciation for nature, the power of making a difference, uh, the magic of camp. So maybe erasing some of that cynic- cynicism that one might have, um, and work ethic, especially with overnight camps. You know, you're working so many hours. With well, day camps, you kind of you had to work just the eight hours, but when whenever i got a especially when i was working at day camp and i got somebody who worked at a uh, overnight camp i was like oh yeah but and, and I, but i think the biggest thing is that they learn to put them or others before themselves right mm-hmm. in that and that we we all want our staff to want to make camp the best experience for their campers that it can be and so my question is how can camp counselors do that how can they make this experience the best for their campers and that's what we're going to talk about from a programming viewpoint Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what this is it's
1: definitely important too because a lot of these these guys and gals just they've never done this before and so trying to teach them and show them hey here's kind of how you do it here's how to make your your summer successful for for the campers and for you exactly
0: well and i think that's that's the big thing is that if if they're making the the, the camp experience the best they can for the camper, mm-hmm. then that's only going to make their experience more fulfilling. Yeah. Right. And easier <laughs> and easier for sure. Yeah. So I think we, uh, both of us, I think we're, we're, we'll, start out. Cause I think we both do this is, is camp names. Yes. Love them. I love it. Right. It just, it, 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 it kind of sets the tone for the magic of camp, mm-hmm. having these camp names and, uh, I don't, like camp staff names. Not your
1: camp your staff names. names. Yeah, right. <laughs> so how Can't do change you change your own camp name? Very how very do much, you very do well. that?
0: Like how do you when when the staff come? What? How do you present this? And, and what do you tell them?
1: So we right off the bat in the very first kind of our we have it we call it training school and the very first um, class is called Camp One Hundred and One and I just kind of lay everything out and I tell them and I said and by the way, you are no longer whatever your name is anymore. I said, you get to pick a camp name and this becomes your persona. And so I go from uh, summer camp pro actually um, give them a list there. And I think you were up to like, it looks like 357, I think is what you're up to. No, now. no, it's over 500. Now. Is it over that now? Yeah. Oh, well then I, I have an old copy that I have in my training. <laughs> yeah, you I need to update <laughs> um, and just tell them like, they, you know, pick one, find one, see how it fits you um, and plan ahead because we're going to have a special naming ceremony and, and do it up big on how you pick your name. And then make each, you make it fun. So they don't just pick a name, too. But they get to uh, kind of go through this whole thing of, of getting your name... And then it becomes you. Like, that's who you are. And it's, I was, it was funny. I was just at a conference this weekend and somebody was asking me about someone and they actually used their real name. I'm like, how do you even know their real name? And then mm-hmm. I couldn't think of what that person, like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, do you know their camp name? Right. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> but anyway, it just, it makes camp so much more fun and it gives them kind of a, Somebody they can almost be in, and kind of their, their person that they want to be for the summer. It's neat.
0: So. Well, what if they pick a name like, um, you know, I don't know, uh, Candle?
1: Yeah. Is, <laughs> so, is that, is that well, okay? We, if they have a good reason behind it. Yeah. They have to yeah. have, I mean, something. And like I, I even tell them, so I have all these weird rules like um, they have to like their name. Um, I get final say no matter what. We do have like a whole judging ceremony and and we have judges and, and it's it's really the camp admin staff. Um the very first year we did it, so the during the naming ceremony, the the, the staff and counselors will come forward and, and um we we used to be at a campfire. Last year it rained, and so we did it indoors with um fake tiki torches and the fog machine. And <laughs> I liked it so much better because I had my microphone um with the echo turned all the way up. So my voice was a booming echoing kind of, and I liked that. So I thought that was fun. All right. Um, but I, I always say, I said, even if the whole, the crew votes, yes, I still get final say because I get to deal with phone calls that come in like, Hey, so my camper has this counselor called loves to hug and <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem with that. I'm like, yeah, me too. You know. So, so I still kind of get that, um, but when they come in, they, they say their name. We as a, as a admin staff kind of sit there and vote. And I know I think you say you do it a little bit different. You have the returning counselors or returning staff kind of get to vote on the name.
0: Um, um, so the way we do it is uh, for the naming ceremony is that they come in, they're blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so before that, we hand out percussion instruments to all the yeah. return staff. And so they come in and we do the ooh-ha-ha-ha-ooh-ha from <laughs> Finding Nemo. Yes. Mm-hmm. bait. <laughs> oh, oh, right. And, uh, and then they're brought down the, the center aisle to me and I kind of give the motion, like the hand motion to stop and everybody <laughs> stops their instruments right at the same time we practice. It's, it's great. That's cool. And so then I, uh, I asked them what their proposed camp name is. And why they chose it—that's the the important thing for me. Is like, okay, why you choose okay. it? And, and the the example I give a lot because we had this one time. Somebody wanted to be called Apple, not a great camp name. Uh-uh. Um, but you know, like if if she were to have said, "Oh, I like apples. Apples are my favorite," then I'd be like, "Nah, that's not. Yeah. There, there's not much meaning behind that, right?" But she went to school in New York. And she really kind of had a connection with the Big Apple, and mm-hmm. she kind of went through the story of of how it, like the city, fit her, and that's where she wants to be and everything. So Apple made sense. So we allowed. Okay, that has a lot of meaning behind it, and it's going to remind her of who she is, right? And she chose that name; it fit. So we went with it. Uh, so, like you say, you know, you want some, you want a name that has some meaning. I prefer names that are, like, nature-type names, like mm-hmm. Bluebird or, you know. I mean, there's so many plants, animals uh, that, that you can use uh, for a name. So I try to steer my staff that way, but I'm, it's not a hard and fast rule for me. Yeah. Uh, and then they – so, yeah, everybody, when they say their name, all the return staff uh, give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So, I look around the room. I see how many thumbs up, how thumbs down are. And again, I have the final say as well. And I think only once or twice did I go against what they
1: wanted. Oh. And uh, we and went then, against somebody one time yeah. and she cried. I felt awful. But <laughs> she wanted her name. I'm like, no, that's not going to work. And she just started crying. Oh, like she wow. thought everything. And she wanted, I can't remember. She wanted something like Queen or something. And I'm like, I'm not going to call you Queen all summer. <laughs> <laughs> like, that ain't going to happen. And so. And so then I'm like, okay, we gotta change that up a little. Like, and so I've I've prepped them all ahead of time. Right. Now, like, you're you know have a have a backup. Have because a backup. Your first name. At least may one not, backup. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, I have sent somebody out twice. Oh, yeah. You know, and said you got to come up with something else. And so then I learned, yeah, you need to have a backup. And if you have any, I I will go during staff training before the whole thing, because the the naming ceremony is near the end of staff training. Yep. So yep. I will meet with each one, each new staff individually and say, what are you thinking you want your name oh, to be? That's good. And they'll say, oh, it's this. And i will say, well, why? And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, either I'll say that's great or let's talk about some alternatives. You know, tell me about yourself. Let's let's see if we can work. And we always find something that that works. And so once I started doing that, they would come in and it would always be thumbs up. You that's know? a
1: great I need to start yeah. that. When we start, um, we sometimes we get some some naive, innocent counselors that come up with a name. I'm like, "Oh no, I, I just looked that up on Urban Dictionary. You can, <laughs> cannot be right. called that, you yeah. know." Like, and so sometimes we always tell them, "Like, um, just this is what this means, just so you know." Right, <laughs> right. Try and help them. Um, but yeah, always we we call it the dirt test. Can campers make it dirty? Because if they can, I mean, they'll find a way <laughs> if if they can. And so and so, but, what? How
0: how do you feel about? Like, when do you do you reveal the real names at any point? Like, how do you deal with that?
1: No, and in fact, um, at our training school, we actually have a graduation, and at graduation, they get a new name tag, and even on their certificate and stuff, like they're there's they're, they're no longer their original name this is your new name at camp and i i'll tell the counselors too they can tell parents what their real name is um and if sometimes they have those kids that just bug them nonstop, mm. um and so i'm like listen just tell that kid you can be like hey listen here's my real name but this is camp i want to keep camp fun so i'm going by you know and they kind of take that kid aside but Otherwise, it, no one gets to know the real name. And it helps the counselors, too, because then they can't be found on social media if campers don't know the real name. So campers can't go home and stalk them and, and try and friend them and, and all these different things. I really don't want happening. Um, but I do tell them, I'm like, you can let you can let parents know your real name if they ask, if if they really want to know. Because some parents are like, I just dropped my kid off with somebody named Sandwich. Like, <laughs> is this a good camp? <laughs> do I want to leave my kid here? Because his counselor's name this and um, but it definitely makes it a lot more fun. But yeah, I they don't get to reveal the the thing we've had an issue with. My wife does a lot of the accounting and the paychecks and stuff, mm-hmm. and so she knows everyone by their real name because you can't put that on a paycheck. I don't think banks will allow the <laughs> no, camp nicknames. So? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, um, we've done before, she'll, you know, be talking to somebody and call them by their real name in front of their campers. And the camera's like, Ooh, I know your real name. Right, and right, they get right. all excited. And Carrie's like, oh, I gotta stop talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I
0: used to be that way, just like that, where nobody, nobody is to, to know. Um, but I changed my, my thought on that where, so for a couple things, one, you talk about the parents and some of the parents mm-hmm. want to know the real name. It just makes them yep. more comfortable. Um, two, again, you've got that one or two kids that are just like bug, bug, bug. Um, but also three, I remember reading on uh, the Summer Camp Pro's Facebook page about how some people had a problem with, oh, it's like we're, we're lying to the kids, right? Which I don't agree with. I think that it's kind of your nickname, right? If we, mm-hmm. if somebody has a nickname Scooter from when they were two years old, that's the name they go by. That's not lying yep. to anyone. But um, to keep everything transparent and uh, to avoid situations like the parenting uh, issue and the kids being like, what's your name? Uh, I always have the status. St- I tell them, you can... By all means, you can say your real name, and what what I do is like, especially like me, the parent, I say my name's Kurt, but here at camp I go by Moose, mm-hmm. and so I'll tell kids that too. I'll be, they'll be like, "What's your real name?" I say, "It's Kurt," um, uh, or you you call me Kurt or Moose, and they will ninety nine point nine percent of the time stick with your camp name and forget your real name, and there might be that one kid will be like, "Hey, Kurt," oh. and I'll answer. And the same thing with the staff. I'll be like, you know, for us, uh, the, the camp names is part of the Magicka camp, but let's avoid some of these situations. And so, you know, uh, somebody a really might be good like, idea. I like, hey, that. my <laughs> name is, is, is uh, Sherry, but I go by Sunshine at camp. And their, their kids are going to call them, all the kids are going to call them Sunshine. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's, that's the way we deal with it. And and then there are no, no issues. And no one feels weird about it.
1: I, l- I'm actually writing that down because I really like yeah. that. Cause you do, you have those issues of those kids that bug you all week on what your real name is. Right. Tell them, tell them right off the bat. They probably won't even remember it you, after yeah, that. First you, you, day you take that power away.
0: Right. You yeah. just say, okay, well, here's my name. Um, and it's, it's well, no big but, deal.
1: So are there the, one of the things that we do, I always tell them, um, they, they, like if, when they come up with a name, it can't be anything that could even be a physical appearance to like, even if it means something to them, you know, they can't be or skinny mini or, or, or I, a lot of them like the big, I'm, I'm big, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. no, I said, I don't want any physical appearance. And even if it's a name that they've had forever and they've, this is a name I came with, you know, this is my, my family has called me this forever. I, I try and really stay away from the physical appearance because huh. it can be hurtful. I never they, thought
0: about that. I never had that uh, be an issue. No. Um, but no. yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense just to be
1: like, sometimes, you know, if they, if they're a larger counselor and they go by whatever, the tiny dancer and, <laughs> um, then the kids are also, if they another larger camper comes along, like, Oh, you could be tiny dancer junior, you know? And I'm like, mm, why did you call that kid that? Because of this, you know, because he, he matched your weight or things like that. Right. right. So, um, we also, we are very big. Um, I don't know what the counselors know campers don't get nicknames if they come no. with them right. that's different but you don't give camper nicknames you don't let other campers give each other nicknames that is a camp staff only kind of a an honor to be on the camp staff as you get it but right so because it otherwise you're dealing with those problems then <laughs> yeah um some kid goes home i was psycho freddy all week <laughs> <laughs> awesome right. and, and i get the phone call Hey, Chris, this is Psycho Freddy's mom. <laughs> you haven't seen Psycho yet. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take care of it.
0: <laughs> we'll be going to another camp next year.
1: But thank you. <laughs> I love I love those phone calls. I am <laughs> constantly telling my counselors, like, if I get a phone call because of you, we're going to have a talk. <laughs>
0: like, it will not be pretty. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so the second thing on my, on my list is uh, decorating their space. Like, if you have a cabin... Being able to decorate it, you know, mm-hmm. to to your person, or even if you're at a day camp, think about giving them like their own little space. Maybe it's a corner of a room or something that they could take their counselors and just let them kind of put a picture or two up, or maybe a house plan or what. Give them a corner, yeah. um, but I think that just kind of making their space their own uh, is is fun for. Them but also for the, the kids. Like, oh yeah, so my counselor's got this and that's our corner over there or you know, mm-hmm. you should come to our cabin. It's so cool. They've got Christmas lights up or you know now, and the, do you. the counselors have to buy it themselves? I yeah, I would I would say you, you gotta so this- it we'll we'll do a Walmart
1: run. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this is one of the, the things I've actually I have on my we're doing a staff planning meeting next week. One of the things I'm talking about is having a set aside budget that for counselors. Mm. So then that way I can have veto power over it real easy so they can say, oh, I spent 50 bucks on this. Oh, good you point. We're just saying, why can't I hang it up? And so it's more about we're all going to go shopping together. <laughs> why you can't, can't I hang my much? Kill Bill poster yeah, up? Yeah, right. no, Come on. <laughs> Um, But then that way we can all go shopping. We can almost make it a fun thing. So yeah, that's one of the things I'm actually planning on thinking about. We're talking next week on hey maybe maybe we have a budget for it. Give them give them twenty bucks each for each cabin. They can kind of decorate it. Well, if it you do they-
0: that too, then I guess you could keep that stuff afterwards. Yeah. And so then the next summer it's like go into our our little room or, or here's what yes. we have available already.
1: Yeah. Does anybody want to use this to decorate?
0: So that makes
1: Love sense. That. That'd be nice. And it does, it makes, cause our cabins are, they're white walls. So they're boring there. You need a little something to put up. And I am, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with thumbtacks. I hate the stupid sticky tack cause it just leaves the color on the wall. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> Like put some stuff, make your cabin look fun. You know, that's the first, yeah. really the, the first thing that right after ori- or not orientation, but right after registration that the kids see, you know, they just stood in line for an hour and now they're they're coming your cabin. And if it's white and boring, they're like, oh, my goodness, this camp. So far, I've been here for two hours, and I'm bored, <laughs> you know? And so make it fun. That's funny. I like it. What, what do you got? So we actually I, – I have this hole, and I, I think I stole it from stomping ground. So if actually how Kurt and I met, um, I do a class that I, that I teach called Steal This – and it's, I give out a bunch of ideas, some of them that I've stolen from other places. Um, cause that's what we do at campus. We steal things from Gee. each other. It seems like, <laughs> um, but, um, I, so I think I stole this from something and I call it 50 ways to be awesome. And so it's something I do during training school. I, I, we have a whole class on 50 ways to be awesome and just going through with the counselors and staff, like, here's some ways that you can change your persona a little bit, things you need to do, um, I highlighted a couple and I really, really like. Smile and bouncing is the one thing I teach most of my staff. Um, so when you're talking, when you're excited about something, if you just stand there, and even talking excited like, okay, hey, we're going to play this game and blah, blah, blah. Not fun at all, really boring. But if you're bouncing around and smiling, like, "Hey, okay, we're gonna do this game, and it's gonna be like this," and this would you, kids get excited? You're like, "All right, today we're gonna stand in a corner, and we're gonna stare at it for five minutes." Is everybody ready? I'm like, "Okay, yeah, let's do it." <laughs> you know, like, "Hey, what are we doing?" <laughs> no, we're standing in a corner. But you can get people excited just by smiling and so. So these are all like I didn't I don't have all fifty, but uh, G- give, another give me another one. I, so I, one of them I t- tell kids where you learn things. Um, So that way, because a lot of kids, especially younger ones, think we're counselors and are the greatest, smartest, most amazing people on the face of the planet. But it's okay to tell them, like, hey, I, I learned this from this location or I found this out from this person. So that they realize, hey, I, I could be like you. I don't have to know everything, hmm. I can find out from other people. And it, and it, I mean, they, they already think you're amazing. But it, it helps them to kind of, it almost humbles you a little bit too, like, oh, he doesn't know everything, but I could know this stuff too, or I learned this from Chris. This is something I learned from Chris, and so I want to do it. Um, and so when you tell kids where you learn stuff from, it just helps them to be a little bit – because we want those kids to grow up and be staff at camp too and and, and come on and join us because I'm but always in need of staff.
0: That also gives – uh, kind of – it lets them know it's okay to share your ideas with yeah, others. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like that. And so don't just hold it for yourself. Be be a sharer. Right? So. But, I, and there's some of these like change my life, things I never thought about, like taking off your sunglasses. It, during summer at camp, my sunglasses are on all the time. And I never really realized people make assumptions about you because of eye contact and, and your eyes and looking. And when you have sunglasses on, even parents can't really tell where you're looking. Um, and I never really realized it till I, I went through this class. And I'm like, that is so smart. Like even campers as they're sitting there like, Oh. He's not looking at me. He's not paying attention to me. You know, his sunglasses. And so that was one of the things when you're talking to people, take off your sunglasses, look at them, talk to them, helps campers kind of know, Hey, I care about you enough to look at you, make eye contact with you and pay attention for a little bit. And then in today's society, when we're all stuck to phones all the time, I now instead of taking off your sunglasses, it's more, take your phone, put it away when you're talking to people, the kind of fitting in that, you know, when you're talking to campers, make sure the the sun is at the camper like they're not staring at the sun
0: Mm, yeah because
1: so many of us think oh i want you know i don't want to stare at the sun i gotta take off my sunglasses (laughs) but we sit there and the campers are sitting down sometimes we're standing and trying to give instructions and they're just glaring at the sun and so they close their eyes they look down then there's grass there to mess with and play with and now they're completely ignoring your instructions and good point good point we, th- those are just little things. I'm like, ah, oh, that makes complete sense. How did I never think of this before? So,
0: but. have you ever thought about uh, changing your steal this
1: to share this? I, I should. Maybe I should just rename. I like it's. It's a fun name. I'll steal it. Just do it. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm just. We're all. I'm. I'm willing to admit this is what we do. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just I just thought
0: I'd put that out there. Yeah. Um, borrow it. <laughs> so is there anywhere that people can see these 50 awesome, how to be awesome? You
1: know, I right now, no. And so okay. I need to get, maybe I'll get some, we'll put it out on patchwork. Yeah. And there when you that go. gets going. It's more than 50 now. So it just keeps growing. Oh. It's kind of like your naming <laughs> list. I don't I'm know telling I'm you, you need to many. do <laughs> the,
0: you need to do like uh, volume one, volume yes. two. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps growing. Um, so. so my next one is, uh, let campers, you know, part, part of putting themselves or putting others before them is, is, uh, and, and giving them kind of the opportunity to, uh, make their summer awesome is to let them create their free choice activity. Right. So if you, if you have free choice and, and not all camps do this, but if you do, then you let your, your counselor create that. Um, and however that might be now, It could be a sheet where you hand it out during staff training say, okay, the sheet, you you write down the description of your activity. You write out the desired outcome, um, the supplies needed, it's hopefully it's for all ages, but maybe it's a specific age. But you just kind of write all that out, and then the program director or director looks it over and gives it the thumbs up, thumbs down, or, hey, let's tweak this, or we don't have these supplies, maybe we need to buy them, or uh, what have you. But I think that's a a big one is um, for counselors to have the opportunity to create their, you know, a a class or an activity. Mm -hmm. And that could be that's actually it's
1: number twenty seven on my list. (laughs) Oh, is that right? (laughs) We we call it FOTE. Do you do that? You you let yourself. You let your. Yeah. Well, there's so much more buy in when the counselor's do it when they come up with it it's their game and so then they think it's the greatest thing ever and they want everyone to love it and do it and so there's so much more buy-in when it's a counselor game versus something you know my program director i came up with but and it could be the exact same game we came up with but because they had it first this is the greatest game ever if we would have come up eh, it's okay so what if they it's want time. to do something <laughs> like yoga do you allow that I would. No one's ever had that. Yeah. Usually, I encourage more of a, a fun kind of a, a busy, um, kind of a crazy get get into it and and go from there, and you know make it make it fun and exciting. Not so much a uh, a meditative. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about <laughs> like a, more exci- I, a dance class? Games, I guess I think yeah, like that would be cool. I magic would like, or drama those um we do we and we we do a little bit of that we call it skills s-k-y-l-l-z skills time okay and they come up with um different skills that they already know so if they know right, magic right. tricks if they know how to braid something or do something then they can teach that to campers and campers can actually sign up for that specific class yep. through that exactly. um my problem is the last couple years i've noticed the can or the counselors don't have as many skills that they know and so we're going right. to start teaching them skills ahead of time. So here's, you know, here's a skill. You, you sign up for a skill you want. You learn from us, and then you can teach the campers. Mm-hmm. But some have some really great ones. I mean, they come up with some good stuff. So uh, what, what else you got on your list? Uh, well, uh, I always tell the uh, counselors, anything can be awesome. And so um, – how you buy into it, how you get into stuff, can make it awesome. Um, we call them, and I, I did steal this from from the Stomp the Ground people. We call them frouncilers, the counselors that don't want to do anything. They're like, eh, this is dumb. <laughs> this is not fun. Um, and so they they told a story, um, and they said, you know, frounce are like, oh, well, my kids don't want to do anything. They're boring. They don't like this. They don't like that. And the other counselor's like, no, you could you have to make it awesome. And so they did a thing with the kids. They said, hey, do you guys want to go on a bathroom tour of camp? Because like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, no one at camp has seen every toilet that is here, and you can do it. And they went. They did this whole That's bathroom. Hilarious. The kids thought it was the greatest thing. They talked about it for years afterwards. And they showed that Fronzler. Like, it's just how you buy into stuff, how you make it exciting. Kids, can kid, anything can be awesome, and the kids can be excited about it. You just have to make it sound exciting. That's so. cool. So
0: <laughs> we'll we'll hear that. Kind of ties into my next one, which is downtime. Like, if you have time, mm-hmm. that. You know, um, where uh, it could be rest hour or it could be, hey, there's a certain period that's just counselor with the kid's time, you know. Um, but maybe during staff training, like teaching them what they can do. Now, we talked about backpack activities in, in a past episode. Yes. But there are things like using your imagination. So I had one staff member who would take the kids on a little walk and he'd be like, stop. Did you s- there's a T-Rex over there, everybody down, down. (laughs) Um, And then they would like, you know, scoot and and kind of go Mm -hmm. around the trees to make sure that that T-Rex didn't see them. And, or, or they would uh, be hiking and they would jump on the log and it's like, follow the leader, wherever the leader goes, you got to go. And then Mm -hmm. they would go around the tree a couple of times and then they would go over, you know, to this hill or whatever they would do. And maybe they'd skip or maybe they'd hop on one foot. Um, so doing something like that. And also, uh, you know, another thing during downtime, you can find a space to talk. We, at one camp, we had this, this huge rock, it was called storybook rock and it had a flat surface. And so you'd go up there and you sit there and you would just talk to the kid, you know, your, your cabin, your group, and you can talk about whatever, ask them questions or, uh, maybe you have a little story for them and it was just Mm -hmm. kind of hang out and, you know, let's, let's, let's chat. Um, and then storytelling is the other one. So whether that be maybe at night before bedtime, you got a story that you want to tell, or you can tell a story as you're walking to the next activity. And maybe it's like, all right, part one. And when we're walking back to the cabin, I'll tell you part two. Um, so these are a lot of different things that you can do, uh, or or singing songs as you're walking, uh, camp songs, that type of stuff. So, uh, having, having that, it, it kind of adds to the magic of
1: camp. Well, and, and that, my number 40 kind of fits with that. Uh, you have to go first for that buy-in. And so as a counselor, if you're like, Oh, there's, you know, there's a dinosaur over there. If you do it almost mockingly, like, Oh, let's do this, play this trick. That's not going to be fun, but go first and, and, and be that, that example to the campers like, Hey, we're going to have fun. You set that tone, you set the example. Um, but if you go first for that emotional buy-in, then the campers are right there with right. you. They're going to be crawling on the ground like, there's a T-Rex over there, you know. And, 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 and that, have that may time not work with,
0: with the teens, but definitely no. the younger yeah. ones.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I know some teens that would probably get into it more. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, one of the things I learned from this, too, uh, and it totally blew my mind, is 4% of people will not connect with you. No matter what, they just don't connect with you. And I had a hard time when I was a counselor way back when. You'd always had that one camper. I'm like, this one kid just doesn't, isn't seeming to connect to me. And I'm like, I'm the coolest guy ever. I don't understand. And you know, like, well, all these things. And so, to just know ahead of time, there's always going to be probably one or two campers that just don't connect with you at all, and that's okay. So find another counselor that works, you know, that can connect with them, that, that gets on their level and, and can really kind of get with them and, and get their things. And so it helps that camper have a better time. And it's okay to know that, Hey, I'm not, I'm not going to connect with her, but I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to get 100%. I, I get every, you know, I get 96%. <laughs> so, but I, well, I think that.
0: that's a, that's a good point. And I, I think another thing that I didn't have on the, on my list, but, um, I, I will say that. Help, helping the kids, you know, teaching the counselor to help the kids connect with each other. Mm -hmm. So let's say you do have that one kid who's just not connecting with you or maybe not connecting with any of the other kids. And you uh, sit them down, talk about, you know, what are some interests of yours? And then all of a sudden that kid says, oh, I really like, I don't know, uh, Star Wars. And then another kid's like, oh, now we have a connection because I like yes. Star Wars too. So the more you get to know each other, the, the more opportunities you have to connect, finding that common ground, that common interest, and saying, mm-hmm. oh, I've got a dog too. Hey, what kind of dog do you have? Or, you know, I don't like broccoli either, or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then helping that one kid to, uh, you know, maybe giving them time to spend with another kid who's like, Oh, the same interests. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but basically helping them make friends. Cause yeah, yeah, a lot of times you have that one kid who's shy, who maybe doesn't connect with anybody because that's just, you know, from their past experience, they've had a hard time. And it's funny because we hear so many times where kids will go to camp and they'll be like, camp is the greatest place ever because I finally feel like, you know, I'm I'm welcome, like I'm part of you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a, a family, uh, like I'm being accepted. Where I don't feel that way at school. Yeah. So we want to definitely promote that and to find ways to get these kids to connect with everyone else, or at yeah. least one other per- at least one other person.
1: That's the goal. Yeah. One other person. Th- that's our that's our number thirty eight. We call it everyone has a thang, and every <laughs> everyone has has something that they can talk. You you may have that kid that talks about NASCAR all day long. And and so I tell my counselors, I said, you know, weird is not wrong. But whatever their thing they like, whatever their thing is, you know, learn about it a little bit. Listen to it, right. learn about it, talk with that kid, find other, oh, like he likes NASCAR too and different things. And I always tell people I'm a camp person and I know I talk to other people who are not camp people and I will talk about camp nonstop. Right. <laughs> and so other people are probably like, oh my goodness, if Chris comes and talks to me about camp one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, let, you know, learn. And then I even tell the counselors like, when you have your break, get on Google, learn a little something, get, come up with some, like go in and study a little bit and, and then go back and ask that kid because he will go home and like my counselor cared enough about me to learn some stuff, to ask some questions. And yeah, then they find that family. And so it's so important. Cool. But I also think it's important to ask kids for help when, when you don't know something, I and mean, when, Kids are very – I ask my own children so often like, hey, I have no idea what this Fortnite thing is. Tell me about it <laughs> because I know my campers are playing it and different things. And, um, and, and to ask kids for help. And then also be honest when you mess up. And so if something happens, if you did something like, hey, guys, you know, right. we, I messed up here. We shouldn't have done this. You know, I'm, you know, and ask for, for getting, getting those kids to understand that you're not perfect again. Um, and it's okay but, to
0: fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay and to so, admit that your mistakes. Yeah. Yep. It's it's all about mentoring and and yep. uh being a role model. Because kids are like, yeah. if I want to be like that, if I want to be like mm-hmm. Chris, then he says it's okay
1: to fail. He says it's okay to, you yep. know, um and that that's camp. Camp is where you go and try right. things.
0: Right, that- exactly.
1: You don't get to do it at home. So. My next
0: one is uh, rewards and recognition. Uh, teach your mm. teacher staff, whether you have a program in place already, like a bead program, mm-hmm. um, or something as simple as you know putting stars by a name in, in the cabin, or uh, somewhere, maybe it's a day camp, so somewhere in a room in your corner, uh, but and, and even verbal praise. But teach your yes. counselors how to recognize when you know recognize and reward whether that be praise or be some a star or a bead or something else so uh reward and recognition really important that's good yeah
1: that's very good yep um i i one of mine i have on here is kill it before it dies okay um uh, yeah. activities things you're doing it, before it gets oh my goodness why are we still playing this game <laughs> kill it before it dies like in the game before it stops being fun. You can always do it again. And I, I think of this like that the one we had last time was, or when, however many times ago we did it with the activities you can do so that you can't be bored, things to do. If you're doing the same one every time the kids are done with it, they're like, all right, we have played this game every time there's a transition or there's a break. It's, it's real boring. So kill it and, and do something different. Make, make something different, make a little more fun, and then keep that fun going.
0: But. Yeah, there's nothing, uh, you know. When you, when you have a uh, a game and then you stop that game at kind of that high point, and everybody's like, like "Oh, we, we want to keep yes. playing." Yeah, that's that's where you want it. So then later, yep. it's like, "Hey, we're gonna play this game." They're like, "Yeah, yes," they're excited. You know? <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. My my next one is uh, campfire skits. Now, whether oh, you you have a you know, you're an overnight camp with with a campfire or a day camp and you just have maybe a, a talent show or something like that. But there are a ton of campfire skits, right? That everybody, you know, in camp knows. Um, <laughs> but I think the the ones that are memorable are the ones you come up with. Yep. So I remember when I was when I was a counselor, we put together an American gladiators skits. And we just kind of took what was popular at that time and we're like, how can we make this, you know, a three-minute little uh, play? And <laughs> those are the ones that... that Revealing we your remember. age there. American oh, Gladiators. Totally. totally. <laughs> but those are the ones remember. Like, even if you did a Fortnite skit, yeah. uh, it would, you know, all the kids would relate and they'd be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would be, You know, as the adult, you can kind of... Make sure that it is funny, but it's also appropriate and and yeah, you know that instead of just going the invisible bench yep but but yeah. if you're gonna just do the invisible bench, make it your own. maybe instead of a, a an invisible bench, it's an invisible wall that everybody's leaning on, right, ooh, or ooh. something do, do a little twist on it, make it your own if if you don't feel like you're creative enough, like the counselor doesn't feel they're creative enough to come up with a a whole three minute skit.
1: Yeah, um, so we teach with our skits that um, uh, inside jokes are are not okay mm-hmm. to put in a skit so the, like, st- the staff are the only ones getting it. Right. Then it's not funny, but inside jokes are great afterwards. So if the entire camp has this inside joke because of the skit then that makes it fun. Like, Uh Oh, and we'll even create buttons and stuff that (laughs) I know one time we had, they were doing a dance and the person, the person doing the dance was supposed to do the worm where you, you kind of bounce on your belly in a weird way and, and look like a worm. And he did it backwards. So it looked like he was doing a sit up, but he had no clue how to do the worm. Oh, That's (laughs) funny. He just, so it became a huge inside camp joke. We, we all did. He actually, he changed his nickname to worm because of that. And so, and it became a huge thing and everyone loved it. But yeah, if they started off where only the staff get this, the campers aren't enjoying it. Right. But then, if you create something, so all these campers I know go to their school, they have these buttons on their book bag that have a picture of this counselor doing sit ups that says, Do the worm. And it gives <laughs> them a chance to kind of market for us a little bit. Like, oh, it was this funny skit we did at camp, you know, and That's love it. Cool. But my, uh, one of my last ones here is talk about what's coming up. That I teach my counselors, like, if, if you truly believe camp is a great place for kids, then tell them what else is coming up at camp. Like, hey, we have this special retreat in the fall, or here's next year's theme, or, or things like that, to get the kids excited about what's coming up at camp. And so just to kind of, you know, and even like the older the older teen um, campers, to encourage them, like, hey, did you know you could be a staff member? You're old enough to do this, or to be this, be a CIT, and things like that. Um, gotcha. Just kind of really excite the kid. You know, camp is awesome. We want everybody to love it, so tell them about it. I thought you meant what's coming up like, hey, after lunch, we're doing yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do that too. They sh- I, I, I'm not a big fan of surprising campers the whole – like right. I am a schedule person yeah. and I'm one of those – because we give our, our – for the most part, we'll hang schedules up and different things. But I, I think about even when I go to conferences, like I'll look at the – oh, this is coming up next. I put it in my pocket and I'm like, wait, what what's coming up? And I have to look at the schedule again like two seconds right. later. And so, and I, I like knowing, but yeah, so that's important. Yeah, I'm to, totally no, I...
0: fine with, with kids, the campers knowing what the schedule is yeah. for the day. And, and yeah, cause uh, you know, a lot of them, you, you definitely avoid any anxiety if, if somebody's yes. prone to be anxious about it. Mm-hmm. So let them know. Um, my last one is community projects. Find projects that campers and staff like groups can do together that will be around for years to come. Whether that be like painting a mural, um, yep. uh, uh, building building a bench, you know, it could just be part of that. Could be adding to a fairy village, you know. Hey, we're gonna add our own little fairy house to the village. It could be even as simple as building and decorating a bird feeder. Um, but finding something that they can all work on, something that they could say to their parents, "Yeah, that that was up there last year. Nice. We built that last year, and and yeah. we're back to see it." Um, so yeah.
1: That's that I like. I'm writing that down too. That's going on the fifty. <laughs> are you stealing plus. that? I am stealing. Or am I that, sharing so. it? I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> but love it. Yeah. Well, and I I mean th- this whole episode, I think all of it is a, is about the counselors and staff and their their persona that they have coming in to camp. What what do you feel? What kind of person are you going to be this summer? How are you going to act? How are you going to do things to just really make camp awesome for the campers? Right. Um, right.
0: Yeah, I've, I, I feel the, the more a camp counselor does to create a memorable and magical camp camper experience, the more that mm-hmm. counselor will get out of their own summer camp experience. Right. Right. So think about giving uh, as a director, think about giving them as many opportunities as possible to contribute to that overall program. And I, it really goes for all camp staff, right? For the people who are in the kitchen, um, for the main, what can they do to make the camper experience the best it can be memorable and magical because that's going to make their camp experience better.
1: Yep. Perfect. That's awesome. Camp's cool. What do we got coming up? What's the, talk about what's coming up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what's coming up next uh, episode? We are going to talk about themes and whether it's a, you know, it's a, good idea to have themes or not you know there are some camps that do it some camps that don't and kind of what the pros and cons are to both yeah so that's what's coming up awesome i guess that's
1: it yeah from around the campfire this has been uh kurt and chris thanks so much for listening Even if the whole the crew votes yes, I still get final say because I get to deal with phone calls that come in, like, "Hey, so my camper has this counselor called Loves to Hug."
0: First thing you gotta know about me, I'm a hugger.
1: What a nice bear! And he smells like strawberry. And <laughs> I have a problem with that. I'm like, yeah, me too, you know. So, so I still kind of get that.